Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Glad to have you inside the Money Night Podcast. He is Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor of Chessman Wealth Strategies. I am Ben George, and we're talking about bad money habits. Wade, we we all have some bad money habits, right? Oh, yeah. We all have bad habits. Period. I mean, it's we're all Period. human, right? That's so right. It's part of it. But there are some specific habits that could spoil your retirement party, and we want to help you avoid that. That is the goal of today's episode. So we're going to talk about some money habits that could get you in trouble and uh, have Wade explain why that is the case. If you have questions, you can get in touch with us, chessmanwealth.com or over the phone, 214-572-2120. Wade, what are some of the worst money habits you've seen over the years? Well, I put together a list of some some that I, I think I've got, instead of a top 10 like we've done before, I've only got nine, so we're not, we don't have to do a whole countdown <laughs> thing. Um, one I thought about is ignoring your account statements. Now, in some ways, that can be good if you're not, I don't mean you should check your accounts every day to see if they're going up and going down, but you also don't want to be completely out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. So you want to at least be able to tune or look at or keep track of you know, where things are and make sure that you have a handle on the various moving parts. And as we get older and we get we build up more wealth, it gets more complicated and more difficult to know where everything is. So I'm not suggesting that you log in every day and try to uh, see how your account's doing every single minute. That's that's countering. That doesn't that's actually bad. But on the flip side, you don't want to just get to the point where you never look at anything and don't take any action. That's one. Yeah, it's a good place to start. Uh, so don't ignore those account statements. Please don't ignore those. All right. What else? Well, we tend to procrastinate a lot of financial decisions that we need to be made. That's mm-hmm. true of all kinds of things. But, you know, you may have been thinking, well, I really need to get uh, my estate plan in order, but I just don't want to do it. Or I really need to look at that um, idea of getting some term life insurance or to protect my family if something happens to me. But we tend to sometimes put those things off. So yeah, um, the key is to not do that, you know, sometimes. And that's, you know, that's really, that's easy. That's easy to say, right? Don't do that. That's one of the reasons that I think it's so important to work with someone like us, Ben, is that we we can help you push some of these things along. Every time someone comes in for our uh, progress monitoring meetings, we certainly will pull those things up and start helping you push through some of these items that need to be taken care of. Yeah, and and it's a little bit easier. I mean, not easier. It's probably a a little bit uh, more manageable if you procrastinate while you're working a little bit, right? I mean, we're always going to be procrastinating, put some things off and prioritizing others, but it's just, you don't have as much time to work with, right? Like time's not on your side in terms of, Hey, if you make a mistake, you got time to correct it. So procrastination and retirement can be a little bit more detrimental. I agree. I totally agree. But that's, that's one I see. The next one that I see a lot is it pretending like having long-term care needs or going into a nursing home or having, you know, my health drop so that I might need some additional care. That's That happens to other people. It's not going to happen to me. I'm just going to kill over and um, take me out the pasture. But we don't always get to decide that. I wish it was that way. But, you know, we just talked, we just did a whole 
episode on longevity, right? Longevity risk, things like that. And as we, even though we're living longer, we're not necessarily living our quality of life at the end may not always be where we want it to be. So even though you, you hope it doesn't happen, you hope you don't need long-term care at some point, you can't pretend like it may not happen. That's why I talk to people, at least be aware of it. And maybe it makes sense to have some kind of additional protection built into your plan just in case. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of that in planning, right? The just in case um, you want to be prepared for anything that might might happen. And, and we don't want to, none of us want to think about nursing home care and having having to have it, but right. it is something that could be possible. And you don't, and that's the other thing is we always tend to go to nursing home care. Yeah. But so no one wants that. I get it. So instead of thinking about that, just think, well, I, is it possible I might need some additional help someday, whether it's at home, maybe it's in a facility, maybe it's who knows, but it doesn't necessarily mean you end up going to a nursing home. Good it point. could be, you know, some other type of care. Yeah, it makes sense. We're talking yeah. about some bad money habits uh, that Wade's seen that can really be detrimental to your retirement. What else do you have, Wade? Well, uh, one is sometimes I see people just hoping they'll get good returns over time, but they haven't really taken any action to do so. Maybe they're waiting for the market to go hit rock bottom, or maybe they think things are, you know, there's things are something's about to happen. You know, it's impossible to predict what's going to happen in the near term. I just know that most of the time, if you invest over a long period of time, you should get pretty good results. So instead of hoping you'll get a good return, you got to take action and move forward to get that. Okay. That's a good one to, to run through. What's our next Well, bad the habit? next one leads into, it's kind of additional from the last one we just talking about. That's investing emotionally instead of strategically. So mm-hmm. there's always reasons to be concerned, right? You got wars threats of wars, you got all, there's always things going on that could cause you to, and I'm the, I'm guilty of this as well, to, to get emotional about what's going on with money, but instead of having that long-term strategic plan, and that's what we can help you with through proper management is having a plan that you can live with, try to take, it's not, it's impossible to take it all, but try to take some of the emotion out of the day-to-day investing. It's easier said than done. I mean, it's it's unavoidable, right? I and mean, there's going to be we're all going to have those feelings of emotion. It's just about managing that. Oh, for sure, for sure. The next one that I see sometimes and is living beyond your means, meaning you're you're not building any margin into your plan day to day. And really, the only one of, there's lot there's more than one way, but one of the clearest way to build wealth over time is to spend less than you make. Uh, manage your debt properly, hope, which hopefully means getting out of debt, but living below your means and saving money over time. So it's easier said than done sometimes, but I definitely see that as a bad money habit that may make it more difficult to retire. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Not only just to retire than into retirement. So definitely want to control your budget and uh, mismanaging your debt. All right. A few more. Uh, another one is, you know, not having adequate diversification of your portfolio. I mean, this can help you and hurt you. If you had thrown all your money in maybe Apple the last five years, you'd probably be pretty happy. But if you'd placed all your money maybe in Amazon, you wouldn't be as happy. Or if you'd placed your all your money in Bitcoin or whatever the case may be. So not having proper diversification can certainly be an issue. 
And I, I definitely see that sometimes. Yeah, it's a habit a lot of us have. It's a good one yeah. to add on there. All right. Now, some, on that same point, you know, I've used this before too, Ben. Sometimes I'll see people say, well, you know, I've got accounts here and I got an account here and I got an account here. I'm diversified. Right. But what they really are is diversified because even though they may have accounts at multiple places, they're not getting true diversification because they own the same types of things, but just in different accounts. Yeah. And you may never realize it, right? Right. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, the next one, of course, is a little self-serving, but I still believe it's true. And that's avoiding professional advice because you think you'll save money. Now, you don't want to get ripped off and you want to make sure, you know, we're all about transparent pricing here at Chessman Wells. It's not just what you pay me, but you want to look at your cost all the way through and really understand what you're paying for. But, you know, cost is only an issue in the absence of value. So you want you don't want to not necessarily pay someone just to save a little bit of money as long as you feel like and, and you feel confident you're going to get good value. And that's what we try to offer people as well. Yeah, it's easy to say. I'm going to save a few bucks. I mean, I know, I know way you can help me out, but I could probably do most of this stuff myself and, and save some money along the way. And it's not just financial planning either, right? It's other aspects of life uh, where that financial – there's a reason why these guys are professionals or these, or these females are professionals, right? right? They, they provide a service that's very valuable that not only covers stuff that you don't know about, but they also save you a lot of time with it. Right. All right. One last one. Wade, what do we have? Okay. Uh, well, the one that I really like is not having a spending plan. This is true before retirement, during retirement, is you need to have a spending plan. And that's so that you can live below your means and you can build wealth over time. And also, it helps you be a better steward of the resources God's provided to you. And that the only way I know how to do that is to really understand where your money is going. And the best way I know how to do that is to have a spending plan or the, I don't want to say the B word, hmm. but a budget. And that's a, you know, a, a lot of people don't like having one, but I think it's one of the best things you can do to be successful in the long run is really have a good handle on where your money's going. Spending plan, so very important. So nine bad habits we want you to avoid. Uh, but again, this is why you want to have someone on your side. They can help you through this. Wade is a certified financial planner, certified kingdom advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies, and he can help you guide through guide you through retirement and your planning and make sure you stay on track and hold you accountable. And that's all part of it. But having that support and that professional help uh, is very, very beneficial. All right, Wade, as we always do, it's time for our Kingdom Minute. And now this month's Kingdom Minute, where we learn what the Bible says about managing money and how it applies to your life. This week, Kingdom Minute, I wanted to highlight another verse. It's from Luke 16, 10 through 11. It says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? So I thought about some ways we might be able to apply this to our lives as as believers, I think the first one is like maybe faithfulness in small matters, right? It, this passage emphasizes the importance of faithfulness and integrity in even the smallest areas of our lives. So we should strive to be trustworthy and honest in all aspects, whether it's relationships, responsibilities, finances, even our words and actions. The second thing I thought about was, okay, how do we steward the resources that we have? So this verse specifically mentions worldly wealth you know, highlighting the need for responsible management of our material possessions. 
So we should view our resources that we have as a gift from God and use them wisely for the benefit of others in the advancement of his kingdom. So in my mind, this includes being generous, sharing with those in need, avoiding greed and selfishness. And I guess another one I would say is seeking true riches. Well, so we talk about material wealth as mentioned in this passage, right? It also points to the importance of pursuing true riches. And as Christians, we understand that true wealth lies on our relationship with God, our spiritual growth, and our eternal inheritance in Him. So we should prioritize seeking God's kingdom, His righteousness, and the things that have lasting value rather than being solely focused on worldly positions. So I think it's a uh, possessions, excuse me. So I think it's a great verse, just talks about demonstrating faithfulness, integrity in small matters, stewarding our resources, prioritizing the pursuit of true riches in our lives. And I think by doing so, we can align our actions with the teachings of Jesus and grow in our relationship with him. So it's another verse I wanted to highlight that had a lot of meaning for me and want to talk about maybe some ways we can apply it. Yeah, I like this one too. And I just I like the overall message. And, you know, I've always, always think it's so important to do, to treat whatever you have and whatever situation you're in. It's just as important as any other, right? And it's kind of that same thing. And exactly. always love you here. Love hearing you break it down, Wade, from that biblical perspective. And that's why we always try to bring you that kingdom minute to close out every episode of the Money Night Podcast. So that will do it for us. If you have questions for Wade, please give him a call, 214-572-2120, or just log on, chessmanwealth.com. All of our podcasts are there, and Wade and his team put together a lot of great resources for you as well. All right, Wade, that will close out our episode. I hope you have a great week. Thank you, sir. Enjoyed it. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. A diversified portfolio does not ensure profit or protect against a loss in a declining market.